Hello. Okay, here we are. We're back. Welcome to actual episode two. Yeah. Last time we said that as well. Right. Uh, whoops. Oops. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh, how are you, Anna? I'm pretty good. Uh, just got back from Colorado with friend of the pod, Aaron. <laughs> we need to use that term a lot. Friend yeah. of the pod. Well, we have a lot of friends. Yeah, so. we have a lot of friends. We're just like really popular. Um, And it was really fun. We... Oh, yeah. We mm-hmm. sure did text you a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. It was pretty, pretty, pretty there. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, if you, if you don't know already, I don't live there. That's the, um, that's the whole big part of right. the fact that I went to Colorado is that, um, we don't live there. Mm-hmm. How are you, Alka? I'm pretty good. I've had, like, a very mediocre week of just, I've just been doing work and just, like, lovely i know i've i whenever i have weeks like that where i just like work at the end of the week i'm like insane <laughs> yeah like ready to i don't know do some hooker so shit are you something. insane right now a little bit perfect i'm also drinking an iced coffee so if you hear do ambient the... if that sorry if that ruins your listening experience it makes it better to me okay perfect yeah it's a it makes it it makes everything better it's i don't even like iced coffee i just like the sound I mean, that's right. You don't like coffee. Yeah, oh I don't like Should coffee. We tell- <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So one time, actually, I want to hear you tell it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, a couple months ago, me and Anna and our friends Joy, Lindsay, and Stella were all in a car, you know, doing our thing, and we went to Dutch Bros West Coast Coffee Chain, um, and. Anna ordered something called a double torture, which, what <laughs> is that? For the second time. For the second time. So, it is a, I don't exactly know what's in it, which is the fun part. Right. Um, it is double torture. The name fits. Yeah. Because the first time that happened, it triggered a manic episode in which I drove around for five hours in the wee hours of the morning. By that, I mean, like, 12 to 5. Yeah. And then... Uh, didn't eat for like 24 hours and then I ate a bunch of salami and threw up right so and that so, was the last time I had the double torture and then this time we went and then we we got we got your drink you did that we went to Target and then when we got back in the car after that like an hour later you were like man I feel really sick and you're we like damn that's crazy we'll just we'll just can you push through and you're like yeah whatever and then we're driving and Anna goes does anyone have an empty cup? And I was like, are you going to vomit? And she's like, mm-hmm. And then Lindsay, who was driving, just, like, pulls off onto a side street. She's like, open the door! And then Anna proceeds, she opens the door and projectile vomits onto the street. <laughs> and a little drink. bit onto Lindsay's Should car we? door. A little bit, but not that bad. It would have been way worse if you had vomited. I, I did bleach wipe it. I think it's fine, but... yeah. Look up what's in a double torture. Let's do it. This this will be fun to find out. So it did torture her twice. Yes. It. Oh my god, it's perfect. Double yeah. torture. Okay, so it's a vanilla cold brew mocha with an extra shot. Of so, what? Espresso? Uh, espresso, yeah. Okay. So it's cold brew with a shot of espresso and vanilla and chocolate. So it's a lot of sugar and a lot of caffeine. Yeah. So that is like a so good So like exactly it. what I want in a coffee. Right. Yeah. And, unfortunately, also exactly what will make you sick. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, so that was So, fun. he, this morning, guys. That's the double torture story. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. <laughs> anyway, should we, should, should we start with, like, pop culture? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna throw a quick, um, 
uh, throw up a quick RIP to Larry King, uh, 87 years old, died this morning. That's unfortunate. It's real sad, but real sad. his time his time had come. I guess they didn't they I, didn't release the um, official cause of death. So okay, hopefully it was something peaceful. But it seems like it. They said that he had been treated for COVID, so okay, it could have been COVID. Um, I just this is kind of gonna be an inside joke, but I hope more people know about it. Uh, on a Larry King interview, uh, Danny Pudi was on it. Mm. And they Abed from you? Community. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Um, and there's a moment in the interview where Larry King is like, I think this is Larry King. I don't know for sure. Okay. I don't know for sure who Larry King is, but He's like I think an it's old, him. Grouchy guy. He's like a talk show guy, right? Yeah. Um, well, Larry King is saying like, "What's your favorite like luxury to have?" And Danny Pudi is like, I love, you know, socks. Yes, that's him. Okay. Um, Danny Pudi is saying just, you know, bare minimum things that he likes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Larry's like, what about like a private jet or something? And Danny Pudi says, Larry, I'm on DuckTales. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> we, wow. I currently have a group chat with Aaron Joy called Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, that could have been bad. I almost just spilled okay. coffee all over Anna's bag. Actually, you know, if it did spill, I would have, like, I would have been a little disappointed, but then I would be like, oh, a piece of Elka is always sleeping with me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so, R.I.P. Larry King, who, yes. who facilitated a fantastic Danny Pudi quote. Mm. Um... Yeah, anyway, uh, there's some music news related to our last episode. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Sabrina Carpenter released a song uh, that was, I guess, a response to Driver's License and whatever the hell Whatever Joshua the hell the, the guy's song was. Yeah, um, and people are really mad at her, but because they all three released a song in such rapid succession, it makes me think it's an inside job. It's like a, um, a publicity, publicity stunt, totally. Yeah. I think that... It was, it may very well have been a publicity stunt, but I'm not sure if they're all involved in it because I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I just have such high hopes for Olivia Rodrigo. I just have such no ill thoughts of her. And so I just don't expect that from her. I, what I think happened is Olivia wrote the song, released it. Joshua was like, I need to release a response. And then Sabrina was like, this is a lot of publicity. Let me hop on. Right. Okay. And I think that's probably what happened with Joshua and Sabrina. Because that song, the song, Driver's License did blow up so much that it did make me think it was an inside job. I was like, I don't know if, I don't remember any song blowing up that hard so fast. I know. She was like one of the most listened to artists and she had one song. Right. So it, so something is a little fishy, and they're all managed by the same people because they all oh, work they for are. Disney. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. It just it something in the milk ain't clean. Mm. Um. But whatever. I thought Sabrina's song was quite too vicious. It was too mean. Come hey. in. Can I come in? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey. Hi. Just wanted to see who's here. I thought it was a. I thought you were hanging out with Olivia Kale. I was. Um, Oh. Wow. Better yeah. change. I'm so busy today. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. She's, wait, better change? 
I don't know what that means. Anyways, uh, I think Sabrina's song is a little harsh yeah, because I think Olivia's song was not meant to bash Sabrina. It was no, more. It was. It was not sandwiched. about yeah. Sabrina. And Sabrina's song was very clearly about Olivia. Yeah, and maybe there's some dynamic that we don't know about. Yeah. Like, maybe Olivia was being bratty. I want to look at um, the lyrics. What's it called? Skin. It's about, you can't get under my skin. Okay. Even though she did write a song about her. Like, yeah, she very clearly did get yeah. under her skin. Okay, let me look at the lyrics. 268 people are viewing the lyrics right now, which makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Um... Maybe we could have been friends if I met you in another life. Maybe we could pretend there's no gravity in the words we write. Maybe you didn't mean it. Maybe blonde was the only rhyme. The only rhyme. Okay. So yeah, you can't get under my skin. You can try to get under my skin. Uh, well, he's on mine. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it seems unfair for her to do something like that because as Olivia says, Sabrina's a lot older than her. Yeah. Like That was the biggest thing I noticed. Yeah. So Beta's 21 and yeah. Olivia's 17. She doesn't come out looking good. Yeah. At all. I mean, she looks good because A lot she's of people beautiful. are using the word bullying. Okay. Yeah. I'm I not sure if I would no. call it bullying. Bullying, I think the definition is when something's repeated for like something's consistently like someone's consistently wrong do done wrong done no done wrong someone's consistently wrongdoing someone right okay yeah i just think like there's a difference between someone just being a bitch and being, and a, being bully. a bully yeah yeah she's just being a little bitch yeah it's fine whatever i like sabrina whatever. carpenter she's gorgeous mm-hmm. i like olivia rodrigo she seems like a really sweet girl mm-hmm. um joshua bassett comes out looking really strange <laughs> yeah and he su- he posted on his story about olivia's song and it was mm-hmm. like go give it a listen <laughs> right and that's Which another thing that so made funny. me yeah it's another thing that made me think it was an, uh, inside, an job. inside job yeah yeah, so I'm a little suspicious of this now. I wasn't initially, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, something's something's not adding up, or something's yeah. adding up too well. Something's adding up a little too well. Yeah, but I don't know. The only thing that throws a wrench in it is how bad Sabrina is looking. Yeah, because and the song isn't good. I, I she did listened. she did have like a week to write it. So I give her props for writing and producing and releasing a song in that short of a time, if it wasn't an inside inside job. But it's not that good. Okay, so she's listed as the last writer. So it was written by Ryan McMahon and Tia Sloa. So that could absolve her of some responsibility for how mean it came out. Yeah. But um, she did approve of it and she did sing it. Yeah, she did. Yeah. so, yeah, Ryan McMahon, um, Tia Saloa, and Sabrina Carpenter wrote it. Um, interesting. I always check who wrote these songs, too, because sometimes you don't like what you see. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, Moving on. The was? big event of this week was the inauguration. Yes. Biden is now president. Um, Indeed. Which is cool, I guess. <laughs> it's it's cool or whatever. I That's have, my thoughts, too. Cool, I, I guess. Have, I have no feelings towards Joe Biden, except for, yeah. like, slight contempt. 
I don't my I don't like him. My feelings toward Joe Biden are hopefully he will politically be smarter. Don't like him as a person. Don't think I like any politician as a person. I really dislike um, his supporters online. Oh, yeah. People who love him. They are so annoying. And they're really weird. <laughs> I think it's kind of a trend to be like, I love Joe Biden. Support Joe Biden. But the whole, like, feminist movement I know. is t- taking it too far. The people, the, the people who support Joe Biden and are feminists confuse me beyond yeah. belief. And especially the ones who claim that Bernie's a misogynist when one of those people Wait, has... Who- a Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. People have been claiming that Bernie's a misogynist. People have for been what? For since 2016. Yeah. Since his first election. They just like... I think it has to do with... Um, I don't think it has to do with him actually hating women. I think it's a, more of a like anti-Semitic. I don't like the way that this guy's... Um, oh. Maybe not anti-Semitic, but he like uh, talks loudly. And, yeah. Um, Probably well, talks over people. He, yeah. he does talk over people. He talked over Hillary mm-hmm. a lot, but he was in a debate with her. Yeah. That's what they do in debates. Yeah. So I, there has never been much substance to this, um, but people who support Biden and claim to be feminists really confuse me because uh, if you're also accusing Bernie of being a misogynist, one of those candidates has sexual assault allegations against yeah. them, and it's not Bernie. So I don't. So the motivation is like really unclear to me. Like, and there, what are you? What are you really against about Bernie? It's obviously yeah. that he's a socialist, and you guys are too afraid of nothing. Essentially, scary. Yeah, socialism is just communism. Yeah, people. Bitches be like. Bitches be like. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, I really hate Biden supporters online. They've been so annoying. I quote yeah. tweeted a tweet from this woman. Um, let me pull it up. Oh, while you're pulling it up, have you seen, you know, the Bernie meme? Yes. Of him sitting? Yes, of course. There are women online saying, like, that he's being sexist by doing that. Right. Yeah. Like, saying, like, you need to at least pretend you're having a good time. Like, women have to every day. It's like, no. He's he- an old man. Also, if you want women to not have to do that, making other people do it yeah. isn't going to fix the problem. Exactly. Um, but let me, let me pull up this, this tweet that I quote tweeted. Um, so it was from Amanda Palmer, and she says, Just walked into a coffee shop here in, I don't know how to say the name of this town, New Zealand. And um, everybody, everybody behind the counter, not really knowing me, but knowing I was American, erupted in spontaneous applause on oh. inauguration day. And I quote tweeted, it, uh, quote tweeted it, and said, "I feel like we're in hell." Because that's like <laughs> not true. Not true. First of all, <laughs> and second of all, like New Zealand people would not be applauding Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they know better. I feel like. New Zealanders are just better mm-hmm. in every way. Well, they I, don't have COVID I, there. Maybe I idolize them, but I want to live in New Zealand so badly. And it's know. mostly because of H2O Just Add Water, but... Okay, fair. Is that, is that not valid? It's it totally, totally is. Valid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, liberals have been just un- intolerably annoying on the internet this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's been... Uh, it's been pretty tough, but we got through it. Um, 
so aside from that, I have some inauguration thoughts. And then we'll get in. I just want to get these things out of the way, mm. and then we can get into the fashion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I have notes on my phone again, because I'm... Uh, but... Uh, so, the night before, I saw that they had put uh, flags out on the inauguration... On the mall, on the Washington Mall. Um that are meant to represent people from every state. Um, that like were, state flags? Yeah, like state okay. flags. Um, that were meant to represent all the people who couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And I got this weird feeling. I was like, this looks like something that would happen in North Korea. Like oh. the pageantry and like this sort of glamorousness that is going on as, at the same time as people are losing their jobs and starving. People in America are yeah. starving right now and dying and being and getting sick. And yet we have all this gorgeous, well-executed pageantry and extremely high security. Yeah. That's another thing. The high security. I There's like... Um, Glenn Greenwald pointed out on Twitter that there's like a really interesting media in curiosity about like all this high security but there's none of these supposedly like violent protests that were going to happen you know across the united states and on different capitals none Mm -hmm. of them happened no one even tried so why why is that like if the media was so certain that these things were going to happen and telling us that these things were going to happen was it true at all Mm -hmm. that they were going to happen you know yeah i didn't hear anything about it no and, like, you can say, like, oh, well, the security was so high in Washington, D.C. that, you know, um, it, that no one even tried. But it's, like, someone was out there was going to try and do something, whether it be in Washington, D.C. or in Los Angeles or in New York. Yeah. Someone was going to try and do something crazy. And that was that was what the media was saying. And no- yeah. nothing happened. Nothing seemed to happen at all. So there's... I am becoming increasingly incredulous of, like, all the media now that Biden's been inaugurated because I feel like, I feel like I'm being gaslit (laughs) by the media. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what else do I say? Um, oh yeah, I, he, like, Biden at the inauguration, like, did that, this whole thing to honor COVID victims. It's like, okay, cool. Give us universal health care. He's, yeah. still, he's still vowing to deny... Uh, what? Okay. He's still calling to deny universal health care. He's still... Okay. <laughs> um, from people. So I just, like... I just am so fed up with him. Like, yeah. being such a little bitch. Like, you know? And I don't know. I just... Maybe I haven't given him enough time to like work out his problems, but I, I don't, I don't know. I think um, people calling him like too far left or too radical is insane. Oh, like yeah. he's well, then they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, those people have never been around anyone who's actually left wing. Yeah, because actual left wingers hate Biden for the most part, and that's why Bernie was lost because he was too left-wing, or he right. was too radical. Right, and he's not even that radical. Yeah. He's barely to the left. Yeah. Like, it's... America, American politics are so skewed right that we can't tell the difference between uh, 
communism and socialism for one thing. We can't tell that we're like living in an authoritarian state, but it's not author. It's not uh, authoritarianism coming from uh, the government, from the state. It's coming from corporations. Yeah. So we're told what to think, what to do, how to act, what we need to do to succeed. All this kind of thing. All these kind of things by companies like Amazon and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. Anyway, (laughs) Um, also related to our last episode, I would like to point out that I was right about big tech not acting in good faith when um, deleting social media profiles, Uh because Glenn Greenwald, sorry to bring up Glenn Greenwald again, he's just a great journalist, I can't help (laughs) it, Um, he pointed out that a far left, uh, a gigantic far left Facebook page in Britain was taken down by Facebook. Um, and this is a page that supports Black Lives Matter and universal mm-hmm. healthcare and all the good things is pro-Palestine, yeah. all these like good, yeah. grandiose things. But um, luckily, uh, Rashida Tlaib, who's a member of the squad, um, she's a representative, she um, really surprised me because I usually think of her as someone who like acts very much in a symbolic identity politic related way mm-hmm. but um I she called for national security measures not to be expanded in response to the coup attempt um which is great news um I was like very concerned that a second patriot act was on the way and she doing this is like trying to prevent this from happening and it's politicians like her that I was concerned about um them wanting to be wanting yeah. to institute a uh, Second Patriot Act. Sorry if I sound insane. I feel like I am stuttering a lot, <laughs> but that's because I'm caffeinated. Um, uh, so I was, I was concerned that politicians that align uh, themselves with people like her were going to be the ones calling for a Second Patriot Act, but she really surprised me because I, I just usually think of her as someone who's like very milk toast and too identity focused. But then I immediately lost that respect for her because she um, was saying that there wasn't an apartheid in Israel, uh, which is Mm. not true. They literally segregate um, Palestinians in Israel. So I don't really know what her deal is with that. It's literally segregated. Like, it takes no critical thinking to realize that (laughs) there's literal segregation. Anyway, um, those those are my inauguration thoughts. Um, my inauguration thoughts are I didn't Gaga it, looked amazing. I didn't like the cut of the dress, but she did look beautiful. She, the little, it just reminded me of the Hunger Games. The, mm-hmm. like, whatever bird, bird she had yeah. was, I loved it. Yeah, I forgot um, who the designer is that made it, but it was, like, an American designer. Um, and Gaga doesn't usually wear American designers, uh, as most, uh celebrities don't they usually wear gucci and versace and all these uh european designers so it was you know and it was on multiple levels it was very patriotic patriotic (laughs) which regardless of how you feel about that at least she thought about it yeah um she probably she would probably have caught flack if she had worn like a prada or something yeah because it's like oh you're not even gonna wear because you know fashion is like something that's very memorable. Uh-huh. Uh, it would have been a statement if she didn't wear it. Yeah, it would be really yeah. weird. Um, Let's talk about the monochrome suits. Let's talk about the monochrome suits. I I think the person who looked the best was Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I loved that color. She was she in like maroon. Yeah, we okay. should pull yeah, up. Yeah, that some was good. Inauguration. We should so we know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, I didn't. I would have chosen a square belt buckle. She chose a round one, but re- other than that, I How liked the it. Fuck, do you spell inauguration? Figure. Um, I N A U. Okay. Inauguration fashion. What did it all mean? I know the New York Times. I I don't I don't even want to like read what they have <laughs> to say. I just want to I just want them to show me the outfits. So I don't care about any of the men's fashion. Like mm, yeah, they no. looked fine. You know they had their yeah. nice coats and whatever. Um, I think the worst dress was Kamala Harris. She had this the color the bright purple. Coat. It was it was a weird color. Was, I hated it. I hate that yeah. color purple, and. I, the cut was very bland. It was all, it was not what I expected from her. I, I don't know. Um, and then I didn't love Jill Biden's outfit either. I sort of, I don't like the color of turquoise that she wore. Mm -hmm. I think it's really fitting for her because she's an old woman. Right. I think, yeah, I think it's right. Yeah. Like, I think it looked good for, for an old doctor. Right, yeah, and sure. But I just think about what Melania wore to the 2016 inauguration, which was just stunning. She looked amazing. Wait, let me look it up. It was this beautiful powder blue uh, coat and gloves combo, with, and she wore, like, these beautiful stilettos. Oh, she looked yes. amazing. That looked and, really And, like, good. sure, she is a supermodel, so. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't mean that, you know, Jill couldn't have worn something more interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway. I think, um, Amanda Gorman, the poet, the poet. loved hers. I she, liked her yellow jacket. I didn't yeah. like the headband, though. I liked the headband. I liked the concept of the headband, like, around mm-hmm. the bun. Um, okay. and I thought the colors worked surprisingly well together. I don't like that color combo usually, but I think it looked really good on her. Yeah, well, yeah, no, the color was definitely right, and I liked that she was not, um... I, I like that she didn't subscribe to the blue and yeah. red and purple. It was very cheery and yeah. yeah. And she was she's beautiful. She yeah. has a beautiful face. I didn't love the poem. I just hate like slam style poetry. Mm-hmm. So it made me sort of cringe. But I didn't um, listen to the poem. Yeah, fine. That's fine. Uh but she looked great. Um Bernie <laughs> <laughs> looked amazing. Bernie looked mittens. the best, I think. Um, I love Jennifer Lopez white, all white suit. Yeah. I think it's a little gaudy, but I still like it. Yeah, she looked good. I, yeah. I like... Um, yeah, Michelle looked so good. Michelle Obama. Michelle looked amazing. Yeah. I also would have chosen a square belt. It just works better with the color. Yeah, I like... I Just the square would have... It would have brought know. it all together. I know. It would add some structure mm-hmm. to a sort of organic-shaped outfit. But she did look amazing. I will point out um, that people were, like, really excited that Obama and Bush were there, you know, doing, mm-hmm. doing, being friends and stuff. I would like to point out that the body count between them is 4.5 million. Um, so. I think that's very important. Yeah. Yep. And then um, Bertie Hall on Instagram about Bernie pointed out, I'm going to, this is sort of a long quote that I'm going to um, read, but she was pointed out, I think this is one of the most interesting analyses of what Bernie did at the um, inauguration 
mean, because most people were just looking at how cute he looks because mm-hmm. he's just a sweet little old man, right? But um, she really pointed out something interesting and she says, I seriously hope this image goes down in history as one of the most endearing, sad, and brilliant photos of a man who, wearing the same jacket he always wears and mittens knitted by a Vermont school teacher, acknowledges his position as a public servant and not a celebrity entertainer decked out in Mumu or other exorbitant per- performance costumes. He's wearing the same cheap, ugly blue surgical mask we all have to wear. He seems to understand how absurd and disconnected pop grandiosity can be in the midst of a pandemic where most of the population doesn't have 400 or health insurance or the money to stay safely home. He is still sitting and strong in true moral solidarity with the working class and all disenfranchised people of this country. Long live brother Bernie Sanders. That's nice. Yeah, which is true. I mean, like, we can talk about all this um, fashion a lot because, I mean, Mm -hmm. we're girls. We love to talk about fashion. Girls love fashion. Girls love fashion. But it's true that, like, these displays of grandiosity are extremely inappropriate for the time that we're in. And they're so, they're so, like, what's the word? Isolating. Or, like, Mm -hmm. uh, alienating. Alienating. Yeah, I mean, it just cements in our minds that these people are not like us. These people are elites. They don't, they are extremely rich. They just are disconnected from what the reality of, like, our lives is. It's really, um... I don't know. It's like uh, hard to. It's hard to humanize. Well, I guess it should be. I guess we shouldn't humanize them due to the amount of like damage most politicians have done. That's true. And if we um, we sh- if we humanize them too much, then we have too much sympathy yeah. for them. And then so when they do something horribly wrong, then we are um, too forgiving. And that's we shouldn't we shouldn't yeah. do that. But I think there's a level of human that they should be they're not gods no they They shouldn't be acting like it right i yeah i mean yeah if they had uh dressed like working class people like normal people then i think um i think it's good that they dressed in that grandiose way because there's so little like class consciousness in america Mm -hmm. that you should look at those look at those people on that stage and like understand that these people are not your friends you know yeah like these people are dressed exorbitantly and in like opulent basically costumes these people are not like you they do not understand your plight you know yeah um so they don't have any idea of class consciousness yeah they just there's no yeah yeah there's no way for them to know yeah there's yeah they are not they don't understand how bad it is in yeah. America right now. I that's I really like that quote on Bernie that you read mm-hmm. because his, yeah the the surgical mask, the jacket that he always wears, mm-hmm. it was not that we should humanize him too much because he also is a politician. And right, and he also has done wrong. Like he yeah. was on he was on the um, sort of wrong side of history with. Uh, the Black Lives Matter thing because he was along with Joe Biden doing the thing where like oh well don't defund the police because duh, 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 duh. yeah you know I oh my god I had a dream where I did my Bernie Sanders impression in front of him oh my god what did, what did, how did he react well I did it on accident and I was sitting on my back porch and I was doing it and then he turns around and he was like what <laughs> and I was like uh and then I woke up because I got really nervous <gasps> that's so. so funny anyway um yeah, no, I think just 
this should like open discussions about like how we've allowed the our politics to just be manipulated by a bunch of rich people mm-hmm. and how it's so it's just a it's just a rich people club it, yeah it's literally a rich people club where they like act like we're pawns in their personal yeah. games. so um and we kind of are we are they run the country they so like the they yeah. can and kind of do what they want yeah we've allowed it to happen which is really uh, painful and yeah. unfortunate there's just like no cl- class consciousness in america the way we talk about class is so fucked up like in europe it's the bourgeoisie and the p- proletariat and the proletariat are those who work and create things mm-hmm. and then um who produce and then the bourgeoisie is those who own the means of production so it's very binary like mm-hmm. they're it's Two us categories. versus them yeah and then we we talk about it in upper, middle, and lower class, yeah. which is, it's, it's relativism, but it doesn't show that, like, middle and lower class people are owned by these upper class yeah. people, that we're servants to them. It also, I think there should be a category above upper class people. I mean, I guess we call them the 1%. Right. But who can just do anything they wanted to anything. and don't. Yeah. And, I mean, they do take advantage of companies and everything, mm-hmm. but they don't. Like, I'm thinking of Elon Musk, who could solve world hunger, and just doesn't. (laughs) Right. And then there's also this thing where, like, these people... Jeffrey Epstein was not the last person like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Just because he's dead, and just because he's not doing what he was doing anymore doesn't mean it stopped. There are still people out there doing exactly what he did, Mm -hmm. and we don't even know their names. These people are so rich that you will never know who they are. Uh, So... Just the unknown is so scary. Right. And there's so much unknown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rich people be crazy. Rich people are in fucking sane. Yeah. It's like, ugh. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Um, and we don't have to. What if we yeah. move on? Um, <laughs> okay. What else, is, what else is going on? I'm grabbing an icebreaker because they taste so good. They I don't are even good. Breath? I don't care. But right. this tastes good. Do you want one? Uh, I'm having coffee. coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jojo Siwa came out. Oh, I thought that was great. I know. Yeah. That was sweet. Um, I think that's super important because, I, you know, representation, but also she's a child and I mean, not that she's, is she 18 yet? I don't know. Let me, let me check. Not I also want to know what her sign is. Not that she's, she's yeah. <laughs> not that she's literally a child. I'm not sure if she is, but. She presents as a child, and she's childish. And her viewers are children. Yeah, and I think it's really important for children to know that they can be gay. And, and like, they can have differing opinions from their parents, even if they're still wearing a high ponytail and a bow every day. Yeah. Um, So, I was wrong. She's not a Leo. She's a Taurus. Um, She was born May 19th, 2003. So, she's 17. She'll be 18 soon. She was born in Omaha, Nebraska. Hmm. Uh, she's a true that's another thing being from the midwest sort of more highly conservative area of the country mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i agree i think that it's um i'm proud of her i feel like that's very scary because she already gets a lot yeah. of hate online regardless mm-hmm. um because and people, she's gonna lose a lot of fans yeah probably but um because she's never been super political has she no no yeah she's because never been... her audience is so young she just yeah. doesn't but I'm glad she's not treating it as a, like, you're too young to know what the word gay means. I'm glad she's normalizing it and, like, mm-hmm. 
you know, bringing it to the younger audience. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just think, you know. I think she's the perfect person to introduce children right. to, you know, like, yeah. diversity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and in another, in another throwback to our last episode, Candace Owens has given birth to a baby boy. Oh, what's his name? I, she probably hasn't announced it, right? Probably, like, loser or something. <laughs> loser Owens? Um, I don't think she said the name, but, uh, okay, I guess, uh, he was born on the 13th. What if it's, like, Donald? (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations, Candace. Congrats. Your son's a loser, though. Probably. Well, she's a loser. That's why her son's a loser. Yeah. He's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. So, yeah. He's so cute in an ugly way. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's how babies are. Ugly in a cute way. Yeah. Babies are looking mm-hmm. um i here's something we'll t- talk about what i was doing in my personal life a little bit maybe um i was i really idolize amy winehouse i love her mm-hmm. real, a lot i love her music i grew up listening to her and i've found myself watching a bunch of her old music videos and performances and then i got in my usually recommended a video of her last performance and it made me so sad she was so drunk she mm. was completely, she was super drunk. She was obviously on pills of some kind. She was just stumbling around stage and like mumbling and people were booing at her and stuff. And you could hear one girl in the crowd saying, you can do it, Amy, you can get through it. Ah. And I think she was in Serbia. She's in Belgrade. Um, That's devastating. I know. It was awful. And then I She overdosed, correct? She, um, she drank herself to death. Okay. And her brother says that she, he thinks it was the alcohol in tandem with she had bulimia. Mm. And I totally see how that's possible. I, oh my God, she makes me so sad. But then I saw someone in the comments saying that they noticed Post Malone had acted Mm -hmm. a similar way on stage. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, that um, was a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah, like completely falling over. Yeah, and like his eyes rolling back. Someone said that he they thought he was on benzos. Um, mm-hmm. So I really would hate to see him go down a similar path. Yeah, because I I don't listen to his music, but like he is always like in interviews and like acting. He's like very funny. I think yeah. he has a good voice too. I mm-hmm. think he can sing, and. Um, I don't know. I just it, I just got really sad thinking about yeah. all these celebrities. And like Whitney Houston, my mom, I was talk- talking to my mom about it and she said she saw a performance of Whitney Houston one time where she was just like sweating so much and like really out of it and she yeah. could still sing, but you could tell that something was like really wrong with her. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to witness. Yeah. Um, I think Post Malone has a lot more of a shot at recovering and like, I mean... I don't even know if he has, if he is an alcoholic or what, I don't know what's going on with him. Well, there's obviously some kind of yeah. problem. but And he's obviously using I think, these substances. He's yeah, in I Hollywood think, and a rapper. That's true. Yeah. I think whatever his problem is, he has a lot better shot of solving it mm-hmm. than a lot of people in Amy Winehouse's time did. Because, first of all, social media, everyone's right. saying, save Post Malone or like right. bringing it to making it trend Mm -hmm. his which is would be so embarrassing and hard but i think he the amount of like media that's following him and the amount of 
publicity he has is gonna help with yeah that yeah not and, i mean amy winehouse was super super famous but she mm-hmm. also her personal life was really messed up like her she and her husband had a very um turbulent and physically violent relationship mm-hmm. so she obviously like didn't have a lot of resources yeah but in a lighter um lighter thing i highly encourage anyone listening to look up uh Amy Winehouse Grammy because when she won a Grammy her reaction is so sweet she um Tony Bennett was announcing it and he goes and the winner is Amy Winehouse and she just looks up and she just sort of stares like you know like totally like um shocked and then she turns around and her band um who are all like a foot taller than her (laughs) they all just like grab her and hug her and it's really sweet and then she gets up and she's like um I'd like to thank um, everyone at her record company, um, my mom and dad, and this is for London! <laughs> this is for London! She's, like, so cute. very, very sweet, yeah. And That's she's got cute. her mom, and her mom is a tiny little woman, and, like, <laughs> it's great. Um, so, yeah, I highly encourage people to look that up, because I love it. Anyway, ooh, that was sort anyway. of... What? That was sad. Yeah. We've had sort of a more solemn episode this time around. Yeah. Eh, it's fine. It's fine, <laughs> but people will love it. Yeah. Um, I think everyone listening has some sort of mental illness and mm-hmm. understands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Everyone listen. Anyone listening to this podcast is mentally ill. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not mentally ill, I suggest you get that checked out. Right. Get off my page. (laughs) First of all, get out. Second of all, are you? Are you? Are you? uh, What's the word? Are you neurotypical? Neurotypical? Reconsider. Yeah. Do some (laughs) introspection. Do some introspection. Consider that you're listening to us. Mm -hmm. Just, you you know, think a little bit. Yeah. And also, most of the people listening to this are our friends, and so we know. (laughs) We know they're mentally ill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... Thank you for the warm reception from all our friends. Oh, yeah, that was really nice. That was very sweet. I didn't expect that many. Me neither. I didn't expect people to That much publicity. I know. Yeah. Um, Someone I was Snapchatting said she listened to it, and I did not expect her to listen to it, and she said it was great, and I was... It was so, like, cute. Like, yeah, I received a bunch of texts from my friends. Yeah. really nice Me things, too. And I just, like, I love everyone i love you all love you all so, so much. much i'm gonna give you a big fat smooch on the forehead i'm gonna give you a big fat smooch on the now yeah i'm <laughs> even better yeah. <laughs> watch out girls watch out girlies Keep i wonder up. if any men listen to it probably uh, the probably redacted he didn't like the post oh so maybe not maybe he did i don't know uh, i'm trying to think probably my brother might have listened to it. Probably. Um, yeah, probably. Because I don't need men listening to yeah, this I'm that much. S- I'm saying, like, is this a safe space or not? I think um, it is. Yeah. When I tweeted, sending the bestie nudes party, the bestie was Elka. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so, so y'all know. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I had a great night with you guys. Oh, I'm glad. Me. I'm glad. Yeah. Wow, we were listening to... Some some dream a little. Oh yes, yes, yes. Little jazz for the afternoon. Little jazz. Should we set the scene? 
both Anna and oh, yes. are wearing skirts. That should be our theme. We're both wearing short skirts and um, pretty preppy aesthetic. Yeah. Um, sort of gothic preppy. Yeah. I want you to take pictures of me later. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> uh, just, just like phone pictures because okay. I'm feeling really histrionic and insane lately. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, um, we're in my room again. We're in Anna's room. The... Um, uh, e-boy LED closet lights are on in the closet. They sure are. They're on a nice light it's, blue. Yeah. It's supposed to be white, but well, how, how far can LED lights go with not being e-boys? Mm-hmm. It's just, I understand, is what I'm saying. Right. But luckily you don't have it in the main part of your room. Yes, I used to. Yes, I did used to have e-boy lights in my room, right above my bed. Uh, it's very brave of you to admit. I know. Um, I have to say, even more brave of me to admit, I liked it. Yeah. It was very... It was, <laughs> it was very um, good to set, set any mood. Right. I My brother has them in his room, and sometimes I'll go in there and I'll be like, this is, like, cozy. This yeah. This is, like, nice. You can set it to, like, a nice little purple or something, and it's, like, everything's purple now. It's cute. Yeah. It was pretty... I liked it. I just didn't like the um, implications it had. Right. You know? Yeah. I um, have, like, Christmas lights in my room. I do love that. The, like, soft white kind, um, which I really enjoy. But I, I love your ruffle socks. Thank you so much. I got I them off Etsy. I, I ordered love a ruffle socks. I know. I ordered a The Smiths shirt off of Etsy. <laughs> Elka! Earlier this week. Elka, but... no! <laughs> so, um, that's, you know how I'm feeling. You're officially a male manipulator. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, don't, don't roast me because Morrissey has, like, said shitty stuff. I know. But he has no influence on pop culture now because because everyone knows that he's full of shit everyone knows he sucks yeah he has no influence on pop culture nor does he have any influence on policy so it doesn't really matter what he says so leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) one time i was listening to your playlist that you made me nice and the smiths came on and aaron said are you listening to the smiths i just skipped it (laughs) and I I, i thought it was valid I mean, I do. Lo- you I put, do love the songs. You put mom jeans on my playlist. Okay, Anna. mom jeans aren't super bad yet, right? Well, they're totally male manipulator music. Okay, true. Totally. But whatever. Okay, okay. <laughs> I guess I'm agreeing with you. Then. <laughs> we, we we all have our vices. Yes, we do. Mine are male manipulator surf rock music. Damn. Surf rock. I love it so much, and it's yeah. everyone is a sexual predator. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, oh, oh. I saw a list one time of lists of surf rock bands that are sexual predators and or racist. Wow. And it's just... It was all of them. A thousand miles long. And see, I've, I've become very fatigued with, like, the whole, like, stop listening to this band, stop listening yeah. to this band. It's just, like, are we... Are we actually changing anything by doing this? That's a good point. Like, I don't I don't know. I feel like men aren't going to stop doing this kind of thing because they're also, you know how men are, they're very fed up with um, when, you know, talking about sexual assault, which we mm. shouldn't stop, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it's not, I don't, I don't know if this is how we get it to stop yeah, happening. by not listening to their music, yeah. Right. I, and, like, you know what, I get a lot of joy out of music and I can't sometimes I just 
like, sorry, I know that they're bad people, but like, and I mean, my, my main, my main bias is the Smiths. And then some would argue that like Lana Del Rey is like too problematic, but like, I've been super into her recently. I love her so much. I'm like extremely emotionally attached to a lot of her Mm -hmm. albums. The first two, especially, um, I, on the other hand, was never a Lana Del Rey stan. Which is so shocking to me. Until, I mean, I wouldn't call myself a stan because I don't know every song and okay. I'm not like, but I do love her recently. I'm getting mm. into her. Good. Um, yeah, I listened to her on the, like, the whole day before you came. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I listened to her entire discography the other day in order. Oh, wow. I know. Um, I... I she like the stuff she says she obviously just does not know how to communicate her thoughts yeah at all like she's just better off writing poems and like singing mm-hmm. about um being sad and I love her for that so she should she should just like stop doing interviews but I don't think <laughs> that she's cancelable because she's yeah. she's too influential I think well she's too influential but she's also she relatively harmless like she hasn't actually yeah hurt anyone yeah as far as and i and And, i mean if i'm wrong correct me but i don't think that she's actually her actions have resulted in anyone being hurt yeah i also think a lot of people saying that she's romanticizing pedophilia and i don't know romanticizing abusive relationships all of the people from what i know who have said that aren't people who have experienced pedophilia or abusive relationships right if you know what i mean it's kind of and she on the other hand has yeah and it's it's kind of just like i don't know it's people who don't know what they're talking about that are saying that she shouldn't be saying things when they're really just like a coping mechanism and for a lot of other people too right and they're just uh they're screaming at everyone who they perceive as having done something wrong because Mm -hmm. they can't say what they actually want to say which is that they just like hate her music yeah and that's fine uh for for whatever reason like if you say like i want to cancel lana del rey because i don't like her music say that yeah i don't care i'm still gonna listen but yeah i just um i always feel like kind of a dumb bitch defending lana because but like she really is harmless and she's fine and i have a lot of Emotional attachment to her albums, as I said. Mm-hmm. I think Norman Fucking Rockwell is her best work, technically. Mm-hmm. But my favorite will always be Born to Die. Um, I also am very connected to her because we're both Cancers. Perfect. Um, but you're she, pretty like, I, I'd say. You're pretty... Um, she does have a Leo moon, so you're she's pretty, a little more histrionic than I am. Which okay. is hard to do. <laughs> you're pretty distant hot girl. You oh, know? Yeah. like Like, intimidating... Almost unapproachable, <laughs> in a good way. Like no one's ever told me that. You, it's kind of like you look at the type of people you look at them, you, mm. and think she's above me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I've you and Lana have that same that energy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I, I've never heard anyone say that to me because most of my friends I've had for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I was so intimidated by you before. Really? I met you. Yeah. And after I met you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. Um, after, uh, Andrew's going away party, that was the first time we met, right? Yes. Um. We made everyone listen to Moon's song. Yeah, we did. (laughs) We sure the fuck did. Um, and after that, I think I drove with Erin. And. Erin wasn't there. No, she was. Well, Erin and I left at the same time, I think. Okay. Or walked out to our cars together or something. Something like that, yeah. And. 
uh, we were just acknowledging that it was my first time meeting you. And Aaron was yeah. like, Elka scares the shit out of me. Really? And I was like, me too. And we both agreed in the best way. I was saying a lot of weird shit that day. I, I said no. I was going to name my kid Osama bin Epstein. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. It is funny. And I love, so, I and love that tweet. It's gone. It's like, on my Twitter. I miss my own Twitter so bad. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it'll haunt you for a long time. I know. I'm thinking of like just tweeting a bunch of my old tweets that yeah, I remember. Yeah. But I also like, all my followers now followed me then, so I don't yeah. want to annoy them. Yeah. I think, I think it'd be worth it. Maybe tweet a little, tweeting all my old tweets because they're funny, and then do it or yeah, something. Yeah, um, What were we talking about? You said that, Aaron said that. Oh, yeah. We were just like, yeah, she's crazy, and I love her. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm glad I feel like I can tell you that because I know yeah. that's not, it's not offensive coming from me, and I know you're not receiving it as offensive, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I just love people who show their crazy personalities right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel, I felt like I know you. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, um, for, for those of you who don't know that one single word of a Phoebe song, <laughs> it was a Phoebe song. It's from Punisher. What if I told you I feel like, like I, I know, know you. you, but we never met. It's for the best. I can't open my mouth and forget how to talk because even if I could, I wouldn't know where to start, wouldn't know when to stop. stop. Um, Anyways. Anyway. That's what we were doing. (laughs) That was a moment. But yeah, no, I did feel like I I knew you because we had followed each other on Twitter and Mm -hmm. we're... um, And Twitter is the most honest app, I think. Absolutely. It's, It's more honest than my, like, private spam account. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. Which I'm, 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 I've re discovered my love for my spam account mm. on Instagram um, because, I don't know, I, I was like, I got a couple new followers and I was like, damn, maybe, maybe I'll start posting here again. And so I've been collecting photos that I want to post. Mm-hmm. I've been collecting texts from Elsa Perfect. that I want to post. Also one from Lindsay. <laughs> I want to read everyone a tweet, that not a tweet, a text that Lindsay sent me. After um, our first pod came out, which I hate that I keep calling it pod, but well. <laughs> you uh, know, things happen. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, okay. Um, she says, the part where you guys say only simps look up the definition of simps really hit home because I did just that. <laughs> <laughs> So that was my... That was you're my, not a simp, Lindsay. You're not a, Lindsay's not a simp, it's true. She Anything... If we insult anyone and Lindsay happens to fall into a category, Lindsay, you're the exception. Literally. Lindsay's like, perfect. People who look up simp, what what the definition of a simp is, mm-hmm. we hate you. Except Lindsay. Except Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay, yeah, you're perfect. Never change. Love you. Love you so much, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love how our friend group is kind of just a Lindsay fan, fan base. Yeah. yeah. So, totally. I think, yeah. Yeah. She deserves um, it. She does deserve it. Um, we should have her guest star. We should. I sort of thought about having her guest star this time, but then I decided we should have one by ourselves. Yeah. Um, you're, uh, I'd like to point out that your family's listening to Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Cactus Tree, which is a great song. 
We love Joni Mitchell here. I love Joni Mitchell. We love Greg Brown. We love uh-huh. Joni Mitchell. We uh-huh. love Nora Jones. Oh, yeah. Nora Classic. Jones. Yeah. yeah. Um, damn, I miss her. She was, uh, what's that one song that she had that was so popular when River. we were kids? River. Well, how does that one go? Coming on Christmas, cutting down trees. I wish I was a river that I could skate away on. Maybe. Wasn't that beautiful? That was. Oh, no, it was Don't Know Why. Oh, I wish I was a river so wide. (laughs) So wide? I don't know if that's the words. I don't know. Don't Know Why. I don't know why I oh that one yeah that one was so popular when we were kids yes uh for our 100th episode we're gonna dox ourselves (laughs) but that's um 98 episodes away so you'll you'll have to wait you'll have to stay tuned well we're one closer one closer to doxing ourselves count counting down to the day we dox ourselves oh my god we should make that a running joke and then like doja cat like she was like i think she was like if you stream my song song, i'll show you my titties titties, and then she just didn't yeah, that that was that cool. was funny. I, I did love that. Yeah, because like, why would people believe that? I first know. Of all? <laughs> why did? I mean, Doja Cat's pretty crazy. She is crazy, but like, she has a publicist. And yeah, stuff like that. true. So she does have, she does have to be professional sometimes. Yeah. So you know, she's like one of the biggest celebrities in the world right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean. Hey, Rihanna showed titties in Bitch Better Have My Money. Yeah. That video, she's like fully naked, literally, in a cooler full of money. And she's I have covered in blood. It. Oh my god, we have to watch it. Okay. Okay. Uh, on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go watch it. Um, let's talk about Doja Cat. Should I. Apparently, very problematic uh-huh. due to uh, use of racial slurs and. I believe, and mm-hmm. what was the other thing? Um, well, it came out that she, on some stream, uh, was, like, people were saying inflammatory things, like, you know, like, black women are ugly or uh-huh. something, and then she would be, like, yeah, she'd, like, being it. agreeing with them. Yeah. Which she's obvious. I think, I understand why people are mad, because it's yeah. definitely, like, a betrayal yeah. of, you know, black women, because she herself is a black woman, and it feels, it's very, uh... I don't know. She's just someone who trolls so much that it's hard yeah. to, like... I don't know if you can It's hard to her. differentiate. Yeah. It's hard to cancel her because she's always trolling. Yeah. So, and I don't really... I don't want her to be canceled. I like Me her. Me neither. I love her music. Yeah. Um, and then she also... Doja Cat had also been previously canceled for transphobic comments. Oh, yeah. I forgot about which, that. Which, um... I and the up slur. Yeah, I have a really hard time when people dig stuff out of the past mm-hmm. because I do feel that it's a little unfair, especially like yeah. stuff that's like pre Me Too, previous to the year like 2015 ish. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, there's been a cultural shift recently in what we deem acceptable and what we don't. And yeah. so um, I think I just tend to, if someone like were to come out, some white guy were to come out on stream today saying the n-word and stuff like that i'd be like yeah cancel him yeah no um no problem but sometimes i feel like it's unfair to dig stuff out of the past unless it's like unless it's like reflecting a pattern that is 
ongoing, mm-hmm. uh, which it wasn't with Doja Cat. I, you know, I just, something about it seems like you're canceling for the sake of canceling. Yeah. My thoughts on... She shouldn't have said those things, obviously. Yeah. Those yeah. are horrible things to say. My thoughts on canceling people for their past is that um, I also don't think it's fair to judge people on things they said in the past that they have changed from. Mm -hmm. But also, my thing is, I'm not the target of the... True. That's true. um, ...comments that she made, and so I don't know if it's my place to not cancel her, you know what I mean? Right, and I think that's just a great... That's just a great opportunity for us to just, like, step back and let other people decide. Yeah. The court of public opinion, though, is always wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Um... So, I don't know. But I also feel like if we just step back and let people decide, they're going to decide to cancel her because people love canceling. They do love canceling. But she's also so popular that I don't know if she was cancelable. And also, uh, many of the people canceling her are also not the target of her comments. Right. They're not trans people. They're not black women. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's just just confusing. But It is confusing. um, I do still listen to her music. I, don't, I never listened to her that much. I I love her music video for Juicy. I, mm-hmm. I think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's funny. I think she's very pretty. Yeah. I think she's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I very actively listen to her music. Mm-hmm. She's on almost all my playlists. Wow. I mean, all my playlists of the vibe. Of right, that vibe. Right, right, right. Yeah. All my playlists She's are... got... Have you heard Bottom Bitch? Uh-huh. Have I? Yeah. I, I think that that's one of her best songs. It's yeah. like... It starts out like rocky. Yeah, it is. It's like a it um it sort of seems like a it seems like a freaks and geeks theme song or something. Sure. Yeah, I think it um is sort of reminiscent of the like Lil Peep era of uh-huh. rap. Um I I like it. I like that song a lot. I I mean I don't I don't really listen to her music because all my playlists are like Elliot Smith and Phoebe Bridgers, <laughs> and I like. It we just also love Elliot Smith in this. house. We do love Elliot mm-hmm. Smith in this house. R.I.P. A real one. I have him on my phone case. That's my brother. Right next to. Oh, that's sick. Phoebe. When is that? When did you make that? Uh, the other day. I Wait, made a collage of all my favorite celebs, uh, and put it on the back of my phone. Might need to get me a clear phone case. I yeah. mean, it would encapsulate the bisexuality in True. my blood. True. Here's a weird thing that's been happening to me lately. I, um, for like a couple of years now, have felt like perpetually doomed. Like something, mm-hmm. like just like I'm bound to something's gonna go wrong. I'm doomed, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I've had this weird thing lately. Like I, I had this feeling that I was gonna that be whenever okay. you feel good, it'll, it'll be, be the, the last, last time. time. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I um had this odd feeling that I was going to be okay. And it was really weird. And that happened <laughs> while I was listening to Garden Song because it's all about, like, um, you know, uh, manifesting the life you want yeah. and everything. And I was like, I think I'm going to be okay. And then I overthought that feeling, and I was like, no, I'm not. So <laughs> so we're back to feeling feeling doomed. Um, I ha- Did I mention this last episode, the show Grand Army that Garden Song was in? No, I don't think I did. I think I might have mentioned it the first one, but we didn't publish that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a show called Grand Army. It's on Netflix. It's something I did not think I would like. Mm-hmm. It's it's like bargain brand euphoria, kind okay. of. Um, but I loved it. Wow. And it's Odessa Azion. I think that's how you mm-hmm. say it. She's She dated Jaden Smith. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and 
I mean, she's one of the stars, and there's a, not gonna spoil anything, but she's recovering from something, and Garden Song plays, and she, like, goes to her dance studio for the first time after wow. her recovery, and she, it was just so good, and I didn't, ex- I didn't know Garden Song was in the show, oh, so God. when it played, I let, I, I cried. That would totally catch me off guard. It, ca- it caught me so off, and it's such not a Phoebe Bridgers type of show. Right. It's like, they played, like, Bodak Yellow, I think, in one of Weird. Yeah. Okay, so, weird like, combo. Yeah. They, I mean, like, one of the opening scenes they were singing, I think it was Bodak Yellow. Okay. And so, it's, it was super, like, super good at- I totally forgot about that song. That yeah. song was- It was wow. super, um, I mean, it was really good at capturing the time it was made. Mm-hmm. But, Garden Song was in it, and it was so confusing. But I it made me, it made me feel so happy, and it was great. From my phone and see. No, we can't do this. We need to make a Phoebe Bridgers episode. We'll do a Phoebe just episode. Just us. What if we just we do an episode where we're ranking her songs? Oh. <gasps> oh my god. Oh god. That would make my brain hurt. That would make my brain hurt. She, at least she's not like Taylor Swift, who has like yeah. eight albums, because yeah. that would get. Phoebe, how many songs does Phoebe have? She not has... super a lot. Anyway, I've been a Phoebe stan since 2017. I feel. I've been a Phoebe stan since, like, Puncture came out. So, like, 2019, I think? 2020. 2020. Yeah. Uh, That was insane. Yeah. So, I I feel really attached to her emotionally. Uh, Phoebe, we love you. Phoebe, what if Phoebe listened to our... No. No, she won't. She won't. (laughs) We just... uh, Every time she tweets, we reply with a link to our our podcast. podcast. (laughs) Oh, God. She would... I, I think we are her biggest fans. At least you are. Maybe. I mean, I don't run a Phoebe Stan account, but that's, that's because true. I'm too lazy. But some people do. Yeah, um, but I also think that doesn't measure the amount of stanery. Yeah. Because... I do have three pictures of her on my wall, as well as one of her mm, albums on my wall. Yeah. I think you can you can have a Phoebe Bridgers stan account, and you can not have a Phoebe Bridgers stan account, and you stan her equally. That's probably true. I'm just yeah. too lazy to run a stan account. Yeah. Um, I had a stan account one time. Really? It was for Drew and Enya. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was it was great. I met I met someone that I'm still friends with. That reminds me, Lil Huddy released a song and a and a and a TV series with Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, what? What? <laughs> what? Huh? But he, um, I listened to the song and I didn't hate it. Oh, weirdly. okay. I should listen to it. Yeah, we should listen to it. After the this. the show looks like I would really like it. It does look up your alley. It I does look really, really up I have a really hard time watching Mostly TV because shows. of Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And, her and you know, coming of age, beautiful her, Sydney Sweeney. And her beautiful knockers. Yeah. Her giant oh, globular Sydney. tits. Oh, Sydney. Oh, Sydney. I look respectfully. Yeah. When I look, I look respectfully. Obviously. Sydney, I love you. Yeah. Uh, I'm technically related to you because, not actually, because... Um, my brother's friend is friends with you, so... Whoa! Yep. Wow. We're basically sisters. hmm No, we're basically lovers, is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, shout out Sydney Sweeney, shout out Phoebe Bridgers. Um, should we wrap it up? Yeah. Alright. Well, love thank you, you for listening. I love you. We have to say, we have to say live, love, oh, love. Oh, God. Live, love. <laughs> live, <laughs> laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. Can that... I feel like that can't be our thing. I don't think Can so. we handle that? No. I won't be able to say it. Okay. What should be our thing? Um, Do we need a thing? 
Yeah, I like a sign-off. Yeah. My favorite podcast, they say See You in Hell, which is brilliant. Oh, that is brilliant. Um, Keep That Ass Fat. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't be Keep That Ass Fat. Uh, um, someone come up with a... Someone come yeah, up some, with an Someone exit. come up with a And sign then it'll show our true fans who listen to it all the way. That's true. <laughs> if you listen to it all the way... If you Congratulations. Text us or send us your... Or tweet us. Or tweet us your favorite ideas. We will check because when I get Twitter notifications, my heart's so worse. Yeah, me too. That's so true. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>